When you last left the show. <laughs> I always wanted to do that. You know, like when There you go. The you got days. your wish. <laughs> Sally and Dad were the guests, and we heard everything from my great-grandpa might have made some moonshine. But, you know, <laughs> and that's other things. So, uh, hey, let's get this one going. Let's do it. Thanks again for uh, coming and visit with us and listening to part two of Dad and Sally's talk with us about their great their grandparents, my great great grandparents, and um, kind of get into in this show more about what they got from them on how they wanted to be grandparents, what they see uh, as as other members of our family have been grandparents, and then even as they see my brother and I become grandparents, what they see is differences and changes and what uh, we talk about every week about Mm -hmm. how we interpret it as well and see how we can maybe savor some of the best stuff and Mm -hmm. continue to work toward being better grandparents in the 20s. Nobody likes to say the 20s anymore. They think of the 1920s. I, no, twenty twenty is like ooh. We mm. never want it. It's like no. it's like the uh, the word we never say. Mm-hmm. No, know? everybody wants to skip twenty twenty and go to twenty twenty one. Yeah, like, that's my birthday. I'm gonna be fifty. Twenty twenty is gonna be a great year. No, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so you know we apologize. We COVID kind of messed us up a little mm-hmm. bit because we were hot. We were knocking we were, out we show were, it after was on, show. We were on a streak. Yeah, and then. Uh, and then COVID hit, and uh, both of our businesses kind of needed more attention. And then, uh, and then we started shooting a movie. Listen for us to talk more about that. Mm-hmm. We uh, shot a faith-based feature called The Prayer List that we expect to come out in November. <laughs> and we'll Exciting. visit more about it. But we shot that over a couple of months and are working on that project to complete and finish. So we're really excited about that. And um, so when we were... Just visiting my dad, we were talking about what it was like for my great-grandparents who were on um, my grandmother's side of the family and, uh, you know, how they, how they, how they lived, what they did, what they did for entertainment. And they found out that my grandfather would throw these parties. Basically, he kind of had some of the first nightclubs, I guess, huh? <laughs> no, it was it was all there at, at, at the house. At the farm? At yeah, the at the ranch. Would at people, the like, pay 10 bucks, 10 cents to get in or something like that? Well, I don't, I don't exactly know, but uh, it, it was just a, a big together, get-together from all the the people in the area. Cause the workers. Everybody, the... Yes, they, you know, so it was their entertainment. They, were, they didn't have a dance hall, so they, uh, they just... Were out there outside and with a little music. Some of the people that uh, that came, they were they knew how to play guitar and accordion. And I was going to ask, did he play anything? No, I seem to remember seeing him sing or something at one time. No, my my uncle, my oldest uncle on the side of family, he uh, he did play the accordion and the guitar, and he he would entertain us. He's really really good. Yeah, fun. Yeah, I remember those times. They were really a lot of fun. How about you, Sally? Anyone in your family sing or play or teach no, people how no, to dance? No, we mostly well that. <laughs> I got, yeah, I can do that. Oh yeah. But uh, we mostly went to church and had fundraisers mm-hmm. and made tamales. I've been making tamales since I was a little bitty girl. Yum. And uh, that was fun because mm-hmm. I would be with my grandmother's friends at mm-hmm. church. We walked to church. We had a big hall where we all the ladies would get together and mm-hmm. make tamales for different things. And then 
we had uh, posadas during Christmas time where we meet at different people's homes and and party in that manner, you know, so that was fun. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing that for a long time. So um, what did you think about your parents as grandparents? What did you think of your mom as a grandmother? As a grandmother, very different. She, uh, well, she, that's sort of a hard subject to talk about because uh, I, I don't think that she was ever really close to my kids. It was closer to my brother's uh, kids, my nephew, niece and nephew, and uh, uh, I didn't want to be like that. So, mm-hmm. was your mom young when she had you? I mean, like really young? Yeah, she was young, and then my father left us when I was nine months old, mm-hmm. and uh, so it, I never knew him. And mm-hmm. so you're she was a working person most of, mm-hmm. most of the time. Your uh, brother and, and was your stepfather around? He was around for a little while, from 12, maybe to uh, 15 years old, mm-hmm. and then she divorced him. Mm-hmm. And uh, I took a lot of the responsibility with my brother, mm-hmm. uh, taking him to the doctor. He was always sick and mm-hmm. uh, sort of raising him. In fact, lots of people thought that he was my child. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was, it was a, a big difference for my grandmother and my mother. So there was a lot of difference but in ages between you and your brother. Do you think that your mom matured then as a person to be a better grandparent? Not necessarily. Mm, I don't think she did. Mm. Uh, you know, and I've accepted that over the years. Mm-hmm. It was very rough. But uh, there'll never be another grandmother like my, my grandmother. Mm-hmm. And I can't really... Uh, put her against any other mm-hmm. person because I just feel like she was a perfect grandmother for me yeah. anyway. Yeah. What about, was, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was uh, very protected and part of that was my grandmother doing that. Mm-hmm. In fact, I was listening to uh, Esteban talk about cotton picking. I always had wanted to do that, but she wouldn't let me go. She said, no, you're not going to do that. It's hard work. You don't know what how hard it is and mm-hmm. I don't want you you know, hurt. She's so I was very protective. Yeah. So she I didn't get to. to experience that, but I wanted to. <laughs> my friends were doing it, and mm-hmm. for me, it was sort of entertainment because, as an only child, I didn't get to go out much. In fact, I was always inside. Mm-hmm. I was. They were always scared that something would happen if I went outside, and I wasn't allowed to play unless I was being supervised a lot. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I missed a lot. Yeah, the only cotton picking any of my kids did was uh, separating the laundry. And that was pretty much <laughs> about cotton, huh? And then they claimed I didn't teach them how to do that. Mm, that's you know? true. And that's not true. They mm, just forgot, so mm. I would have to do it. I had to mow. Mowing was my cotton picking. <laughs> what about you, Dad? What did you think of Grandma and Grandpa's grandparents? Did they, did they, were they what you expected them to become when you, be, you know, when the brother, when you're, when my uncles or your brothers had kids and when you had kids? Uh, my grandmother was to, uh, my, my mother rather, she was the same as a grandmother. She was a mother. She was very loving. She was very loving to her grandkids. Well, you know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but they, uh, they don't know it. We're trying to tell them. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, she was, she was very loving. And uh, my father uh he he was he was busy quite busy most most of the time he was always uh 
he was always working. He had a business. Mm -hmm. And so he had to keep up with it. And, and he was pretty busy most of the time. So whenever we were, because we used to uh, take the kids and go to the house. They had a, a nice big yard and we'd all get out there and uh, play. The kids mm -hmm. would play ball or kickball or something. And and uh, my mother would cook up a big dinner. Of course, my sisters would help them. And, mm -hmm. and uh, so we all just, just, just had a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. uh, and my dad would get out there sometimes and, and sit there and uh, uh, just watch watch the kids mm -hmm. you know, and, and, uh, and maybe talk to us most of the time. He would talk to my older brother about their work. So, mm -hmm. but did Grandpa always want a business? You know, like I know, I always I worked for companies, but I also aspired to have my own business. That was kind of what I always worked for. Mm -hmm. Was he that I, way, or did it just kind of happen for him? I think it kind of happened for him, but I may be wrong because. Uh, uh, he somehow or another he he started his own business. He just felt uh, I guess he maybe somebody urged him. I'm not sure, mm -hmm. but uh, he just uh, decided to start his own business, and he did. He mm -hmm. he knew what he was doing. He knew a lot of the people that they had worked for when uh, the uh, man that he worked for at the time. And I think he, as a matter of fact, I think the. The person that he worked for would kind of urged him because he was going to quit, so mm -hmm. he he just he started his own business. Yeah. So, as a grandpa, what do you think that he offered to the family? Oh, uh, uh, other than the the same as you know as my grandfather, they were just uh, working people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they bring the bread home and you know feed the family and. Mm -hmm. uh, and knew what, you know, what uh, he felt fathers did, or grandfathers, that's, that's what he did. Now, having worked for Grandpa a little bit while he was there myself, I know he also had a pretty high standard. Yes, uh, for the work he did, yes. Yeah, he, you know, and I think that um, you passed that along through to us as well. I remember even as a little kid, I remember one time, one time we were washing the car, and he'd always show us the places we missed, you know. Well, we, we were like little, you my know. My dad did I, that to me too. Yeah, I was like, hey, I did the best I got. I'm, I mowed the yard. Oh, well, you forgot that's why. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I know Grandpa was very, you know, and he passed that down to uh, our the the uncles that that ran the place afterwards, and uh, you know, I know. But, but they all had a different management style, you know. Like the oldest uncle, he was. He always find a way to be nice about telling you how to fix things. And then mm. one of my other uncles was a little more aggressive in the way he uh, motivated how? you. Huh? Aggressive how? <laughs> Me? He, was, he would tell you, you, did, you missed this. <laughs> I never worked with him, but he, uh -huh. I know yes, that's what he did. One time we were on a job, and it was one of the first times I was out, so I didn't know anything. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I kind of had to follow the lead of everybody else. And what one of the things that we did, I mean, the company was uh, was uh, they did cement work. So mm -hmm. at, at one time it was homes and it mm -hmm. went to roads and then shopping centers and bigger wow. buildings. And so um, at one of the small jobs we were doing for a shopping center, 
we were putting in um, some some of the road that went around the side. And when he went back there, you know, part of what you do is you you have to uh, make the sand level so that only so much cement can go in there for a couple of reasons. One, that's what the specs call for, for it to be a certain strength so it would all be, you know. And the other was if you put too much cement, you're wasting money. And it could cut into the budget and you mm-hmm. cut into the profits. And so we went and and he came out there to check it and, and it was different uh Oh. inches long in all kinds of different places mm-hmm. and he was so mad and he he took the the wire mesh and threw it across the <laughs> yard and kicked down the the stuff and he made us all do it all over again oh, wow. yeah and then he left and i mean he <laughs> he left when he tore it all up and then came back you know to check it again but mm-hmm. nobody was going to do it wrong the next time i'll tell you that but uh, well, i'm sure uh, my father wasn't that way. <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't always that way. But yeah, I don't he, know. He's, he's, he's my, my brother's very, still, he's, he's nice. He's just a... He was always know. a good mentor to me, I feel mm-hmm. like, and uh, still is. And um, So, well, what, do you, what else do you... I mean, I know the other thing that you didn't mention that he probably, I think, did for all of us was give us a job. And yeah understand what that meant to work somewhere and sometimes i think i always felt like sometimes the uncles were harder on us nephews because they wanted us to not want to do it well it was uh, uh now my father he he wanted us to do it but uh it was that he wasn't going to treat us any better than he treated the, the other men yeah see we were all the same to him mm-hmm. and then that's the way it was mm-hmm. So, so as a grandfather, what did you take when you became a grand? When you even thought about when we grew up and started talking about getting married and someday have kids, what did did you ever think about what kind of grandfather you wanted to be and what you saw in all of them that you wanted to bring to being a grandparent? Well, I wanted. I guess I wanted to be more like my mom mm-hmm. because the, I just. Loved my grandkids, and I wanted to to uh, be around them, and whatever I could do in teaching them. However, I didn't uh, want to go. Uh, I felt like uh, what I did, I didn't want to go against what the dads right, did, right, right. The, the parents did to them. I wanted them to understand that their parents were their their parents. I was just there for them to mm-hmm. support whatever I could, but right, and. Right. Uh, but I just uh, had always had this loving, caring feeling for my grandkids. Yeah, all of our kids, uh, you know, they they can't say enough good things about you, and they they love mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. they get to do with you, mm-hmm. and and the time that we get to spend with you, you know. And uh, and I tell them that's not the same guy that raised me, you know. It's because <laughs> he yelled a lot more than he yells, ever yells at you guys. But that's kind of like a. You know, that's another name that doesn't get said anymore because it's uh, a famous comedian who used to say that that grandparents, oh yeah, that that your parents mm. want you to be want you to have babies so they could be grandparents because it's a way of getting back at you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. uh, so what it, it was easier being a grandparent though because uh, it, it was that For thing sure. that 
oh, you're you're there with them and mm -hmm. enjoying them and having fun with them. And then when the, well, I can't say with the time comes to take them to the doctor or something, because I did take a lot of them. I would go to take them to the doctor or whatever <laughs> they needed to take them to. And, yeah, but see, because he, he was always doing that stuff from my brother, but not from my kids. <laughs> <laughs> but... You live in Tulsa. What I'm thing. saying is, is, okay, well, go on to your parents, mm -hmm. you know, have your parents do oh, that yeah. for you. But that's, <laughs> that's what, at, at the end said, um, you know, that for my brother, you were probably more of a surrogate. You could be more of a surrogate parent and you could also be the fun seeker grandparent. Whereas with our kids, I made you, because of my choice in careers, be a distant grandparent. And a, and a fun seeker grandparent. Not the distant, like he's distant, but he yeah. lives far away. Yeah, so, yeah. but one thing that you always made sure happen, and we tried to, too, until our divorce happened, my divorce, was, uh, you know, you were always great about coming up like every other month or so, and then mm -hmm. we'd go down every other month, or we would plan vacations together and meet somewhere, and and the kids really got to... Uh, bond with you in a way that I never did with my grandparents other than maybe grandma but even then grandma was loving caring and and papa and mama were too but uh it wasn't like they set up anything special just for the grandkids mm -hmm. like what you did what yeah. you started with our and, generation and and it was easier for me because I was an eight hour work, day worker 40 mm -hmm. hours a week Mm -hmm. uh, I had vacation, so mm -hmm. it, it was easier. It wasn't like right. my father or my grandfather. They mm -hmm. had to work 10, 12-hour days. Yeah. They just, but but at the just, same time, I wouldn't think that even the grandparents of that day, that it was something that they even thought about doing necessarily, mm -hmm. that I could maybe. tell anyway. Yeah, yeah maybe not. Uh -huh. That it, they, Just being there, period, mm -hmm. was, you know, and maybe that was, you know, that might be a, a sign of just, um, you know, the way we grew up. I mean, but but Deanne says the same thing about her grandparents. You know, it wasn't like they went and picked her up and said, hey, let's go to, no. you know, mm -mm. let's go to the fair or whatever. No, never. Or let's go get some ice cream. They don't, they don't, they would never do anything mm -hmm. that, that kind of uh, special like you would do, you know, right. and with, with all the kids or just show up just to, even when we did live in the same town, you would make a, a special visit every, you know, at least once a week or every other week just to play with the kids. Mm -hmm. And why did you want to do that, you think? Why did what? Why did you think, why was that important to you? Oh, because I just wanted to feel close to them. I wanted to be around them. And it just, uh, I don't know, I guess I just loved them. I just <laughs> thought that they were just so... Uh, just watching them do, do things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... Uh, that's one thing Deanne and I talked about because I think when I had kids myself, I never really, um, you know, my favorite time with them was when they were probably two or three and they could walk and they could talk and they could mm. do things that I taught them, you know. And with our grandkids, we watch them and we just look at their eyes and the way they see something for the first time. And they want to touch it. Or they do something for the first time. Yeah. That's and they so cool. and they want to see what it does mm -hmm. or how it works mm -hmm. or, you know, it's just such a, um, 
I don't know. It's just so beautiful to watch them mm-hmm. discover. Grow. Yeah. Grow. You know? Yeah. And, Become uh, their little person. And I know that, um, you know, I, I guess I think about it. You know, what, what did you think like when my brother told you that you were going to be, you know, the first time we told you you were going to be a grandpa? I, <laughs> well, it was it was good. Mixed emotions. Yeah, it was mixed. It was a surprise, really. Yes, yeah, mixed. Uh, yeah, mixed. I wanted grandkids, yes, yeah. but you know, when, not in those circumstances. So it, it, yeah, it was. Uh, but it was good. Once once they were here, it was. Oh, I just just loved them. Mm-hmm. And I know that. Um, We'll just talk a little bit about, because the one thing that I think that was, was great, that's been great about Sally, and then well, uh, you, didn't, you didn't get the chance to have, you know, you and mom divorced before we were old enough to have any kids. So, uh, But when you had the relationship with our stepmom, Mel, uh, she was a lot of the same. She seemed every bit as excited to have grandkids in her life. Yeah, she was, because she didn't uh, have any of her own. And uh, all she really had was maybe uh, two nephews and three nephews and a, and a niece. And, uh, of course, they were far away from us. Mm-hmm. But so when she when she came and, and had the grandkids, yeah, she, she loved them just as much. She really enjoyed being around them. Yeah, because it seemed like uh, any time we went over, it would be kind of remind me of Grandma because... Uh, she would have something whipped up ready to make some kind of snack or some kind of thing that the mm. kids she knew would love to eat. And it seemed like it never took any time at all to make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. And, and she was a big part of, you know, because a lot of times you can get into a second relationship and uh, she wasn't selfish about sharing and making those times like when we went to Disney World all as a big family and and make that you know anything that would make us feel like we weren't all working that together and i think that that was really important to our kids cuz it's just a memory they all cherish yes <clears throat> and for you what did you think when you were first going to become a grandparent who was who was the first um gosh let me think <laughs> which one of the kids Brittany, yes michelle the third uh, second daughter, third uh-huh. child, mm-hmm. uh, came under different circumstances. So, <laughs> again, mixed emotions. Mm-hmm. But uh, she's she's my oldest granddaughter, and we get along great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so awesome. uh, it, it's like Steve said, you know, once the, <laughs> the shock of the circumstances <laughs> is over, then you mm-hmm. accept it and move on and love them just like everybody else and by steve she means my dad who's also he's he's steve senior i'm i'm steve jr and then people always crack up when i say i'm stevie when we go out because my two of my sons work for me and one of them is is stevie the third and i say i'm stevie and this is stevie three and actually i call him esteban (laughs) don't call him steve i don't call him stevie i call him steve Okay. Mm-hmm. But one thing I wanted to say is that... Uh, you can tell them everything else you call me to? <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's for a different podcast. The good podcast. and the bad, yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Okay. Give it all. <laughs> but uh, your dad, Esteban, uh-huh. uh, 
I've always admired him because he treats my kids, uh, my grandkids, my great-grandkids just mm. like he does his own. I mean, you can tell that that love is there and they mm. love him back. So, in fact, some of them call him uh, Grandpa mm-hmm. That's sweet. just because he's around, you know. And mm. So how many grandkids do you have? I have eight. Eight? Wow. You don't have that many. What? Yeah. Five great-grandkids. Wow. Is, is any of them, uh, was any of them busier than anybody else? In what way? The kids have more kids. Which one has the most? Uh, Michelle, the one that had the first mm-hmm. child, has uh, three. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, the other ones have two or one, one each. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So. Yeah. And which one's your favorite? <laughs> They're all my favorite. I'm not going to answer that. Trick question. No. <laughs> All of, the, all of them. All of them are all, my favorite. They're all their favorites. That's, right. a, that's a piece of stand-up I used to do that yeah. has always mm-hmm. got a lot of attention. It's it was funny. Sort of yeah. a trick there. Yeah. <laughs> Which one you saving first in a life or death situation? <laughs> <laughs> the one that's going to be a doctor or the one going to be living at home when they're 35? <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming back for you, honey. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all different, mm-hmm. but they all are lovable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what we're supposed to do. Let's yeah. love them. Uh, my mom and dad aren't here, but I was going to tell a story quickly about my whenever I first told them that I was going to have a baby under you know not Those the best kind of circumstances. Of circumstances. Yeah. When they when they when they first told my mom, she's like, "Everyone's going to think I'm Minnie Pearl. I'm going to be an old granny, and your dad's going to be like Tom Jones, this young and handsome grandfather, and I'm going to be this old grandma. That's not fair." And she like started to cry. Anyway. Oh, she did. Yes, she did. <laughs> but it's ended up being the truth. Yeah. I'm just joking. <gasps> you did not hear that from me. He said I'm that. teasing. I'm joking. She's in the movie. She's also part of the movie. She too. is. Um, so what about when you watch, as you watched your grandkids grow up, Dad, and you see them, you know, becoming people, how did you feel about the people they become? Well, I feel I feel good about it. I think they're doing, uh, uh, you know, they're working. They're not just lazy or anything. Mm-hmm. I think they they have their responsibility and they try to uh, do the right thing by it. Now, there's of course there's those circumstances where there's always they're they're they and their wives are wives and husbands they're they're going to have some problems like all the rest of us and mm-hmm. and uh but uh for the most part i feel yes i feel pretty good about them so what do you see in them that you believe is a part of you mm, i'm not sure <laughs> that's kind of a hard question because i don't uh i don't think of myself as that i Probably really what influence I had on them. I hope I had an influence as to be uh, loving and caring with uh, with your family, your children, your wife, and and uh, husband, and and just uh, and and hopefully you know that to me that's that's really important. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that because I think that all of them have that. They all cherish each other. You know, and for the long time, for the longest time, the cousins were closer because not because of our proximity, but um, we just all looked forward to being together. And I Mm -hmm. still think that they have some of that 
that still stays with them. I mean, I think that, unfortunately, because they're also uh, children of divorced families, that there are different things that come into play with that that um, might have been different had it not have been that way. But, uh, but, but I think that as we've all kind of grown and, and they've all grown that they've taken the best of all those things, you know, even from their other parents and grandparents. But I do see that in them as they, you know, we all talk about still about our trips and our, you know, going to Disney World. We all talk about, let's do it again someday, but it's almost impossible with... Anymore. Yeah, yes. you know, because uh, on my brother's side, he has uh, 12 grandkids. Is that right? Uh, Tw- no, you no. have you have twelve. He, yeah, he has he has, he has three nine. from each one. He has nine. Nine. I keep yeah. thinking Kylie's older, but she's not. <laughs> anyway, so we don't know what the future holds for her, and uh, and then we only have four. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I, I don't think that my kids are going to have a whole lot more. Probably not. But, but uh, you know, so we're. We know we know that. What about you, Sally? What do you feel like <clears throat> your great can- grandkids? Uh, you know that. that what, what was that like when you first found out you were going to be a great grandmother? I think it gets better and better every <laughs> every generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked a little bit about you know how stricter we are with our kids, mm-hmm. but then when the grandkids come, uh, you get to enjoy them more because. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get to love them and then send them home, maybe. Mm-hmm. But with the great grandkids, that just is even more beautiful and mm-hmm. uh, just different. Just different. You just get a chance to love them and yeah. do the best you can, taking care of them, whatever they need, mm-hmm. and just enjoy them more. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah. What have you seen differently? You know, like one of the reasons that Deanne decided, Deanne and I decided to do this to begin with was the fact that um, at first we felt that our kids were asking uh, different things of us that we didn't ask of you as grandparents. You know, they had demands on us if we were going to be the grandparent and if we were going to yes. do, if we were going to see them if we were if they were going to stay with us we had to do this and this and this and we had to take this class or definitely different expectations have you seen that what are your feelings about that what they expect from us yeah did you put expectations on your parents as grandparents i never put expectations i just wanted it to happen things that i thought should happen. Mm-hmm. I was basing it on the way my grandmother was oh, to yeah. me. Yeah. And so right. I expected that right. from, you know, the grandparents, mm-hmm. from my kids. Mm-hmm. But um, I've come to live that everybody's different mm-hmm. and we all have different circumstances. Mm-hmm. I myself have always worked. My grandmother didn't work. She was a stay-at-home mom. So mm-hmm. she got to do more things with me than I get to do with my grandkids. Yeah. But um, still, you know, I try to be there with them as much as I can. Yeah. But, I mean, there were things that my grandmother did with me that I cherish. Things like, you know, she was sick, and I didn't even realize how sick she was, but she'd get down on her knees and play jacks with me and, (laughs) you know, 
things like that that she did that um, mm -hmm. I don't I don't know if there's a lot of grandmothers that do that you know especially mm -hmm. in this day and time Jacks especially so, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway Just kidding. You know, sorry it's not the same yeah but I try to do mm -hmm. similar things mm -hmm. life has changed oh yeah so. yeah and it's it's probably going to continue to evolve and do different things and uh, dad they can hear that you can't hear it he's he's messing with his microphone and the, the cord cable thing and he couldn't hear because he didn't have headsets on but we're new to this we're new to this you're doing great you did awesome so uh anything else you think we should share <clears throat> excuse me or talk about well i think uh i i, I I guess I feel I was a lot closer to my grandchildren than what I am to my great-grandchildren. Mm -hmm. And uh, maybe because I'm so old or <laughs> something that, I mean, I know I know they love me because they do hug me and they, you know, but uh, there's so many, a lot of times there's so many of them that when we're there, they're most of the time they're just out playing, mm -hmm. you yeah. know. But uh, with my grandkids I just felt like I played with them mm -hmm. I guess I was younger I could play with them I yeah. could do all kinds of little things so mm -hmm. yeah well I think you know it's um it's it's harder you know like I I know I talked to my brother and he says that he doesn't feel like he even gets enough time with his grandkids that mm -hmm. he wants so then it then it puts you to be even more difficult for you to get the time that you want with with them and I know that we we're always trying to get more time with them you know and um, and I th I think about that because so it so it makes it harder for you as a great grandparent probably and then because of the distance that we've put between us mm -hmm. uh, because of careers and such that uh, for our side it makes it more difficult but I think that um, just I know from what I remember from the time that we got to spend with our great grandparents is that um, it's the memories that you do provide, you know, the, the knowing that you are there. I mean, I was even talking to our granddaughter who's 14 and uh, we were playing a game with our five-year-old grandson. And uh, I asked her, I said, uh, I said, do you remember your favorite game? when you were your brother's age because they're nine years apart and she goes yeah i do we would hide golf balls all day <laughs> she, she knew that she remembers <laughs> for hours we would hide golf balls and she said i always i always the stairway was stairwell was my favorite place i heard her say that and uh <laughs> you know and and when when they say something like that you know you you you're doing it right that you 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 may not always feel like it and like i tell you there's not a time that the kids don't talk about you and our our memories from our trips or you know they always get excited when uh, it's harder for them to get to go down to see you because they have partners and spouses and kids and stuff too and jobs and coordinating all that but when you do come down, they make as much time as they possibly can because they really appreciate everything you've ever done for them. Yeah, they really do. They put a put a lot of effort into coming around and visiting. And I, you know, I get it all the time that you're, uh, you know, that uh, 
that you're in such great shape. You know, I hear that. You don't look nearly as old as, you know, you were about to be. And so uh, so they they really respect you for that, too, the way you took care of yourself. And it's important to them so that they can take care of themselves. So um, both of you, thank you. And you do. Thank you. Well, I'm glad that they, I made some kind of impression on them that, that's good. Uh-huh. Um, that's that's all I ever wanted to do. I didn't. I didn't want to be a disciplinarian to them or anything. <laughs> I just didn't enjoy them. Yeah. Those dis- disciplinary days are over, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. That, that doesn't really happen anymore. You know, I, I try to discipline Deanne and she won't let me. Yeah, it ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, well, thank you so much for being our first guest. Our second first yes, guest, thank really. Thank you so much. That was you so know, much fun. actual sit down and talking throughout the whole show, and it was really neat. And we got to learn a lot about more about both of you and things yeah, that we fun. don't sit down and just talk about in a normal conversation. Mm-hmm. And uh, if, if nothing else that anyone might take away from the show, I would suggest that you have you turn off the TV mm-hmm. and you have these talks with your parents or grandparents yeah. in your life, and even your children. Mm-hmm. We hope to someday get our kids that. They'll be ha- uh, happy enough to... They're so shy when it comes to microphones for some reason that it's hard to get them to come yeah. up here and just talk with us. Oh, yeah. But, I um, only know one that may... Well, okay, maybe two of them that would probably do that. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, for you guys, it's, I, th- I think what we're hoping to do is to do not just what you did for our kids, but what you did for our kids being inspiration for others to do for theirs in uh, future generations to come. So mm-hmm. thank you so much for well, being thank with us. Thank you. And thank you for inviting us. Yeah. Yeah, here. And thank you guys for listening. You Thanks know? for listening, guys. Yeah, so that's it. End of part two. Oh, part two. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.